At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw, and it's Friday. No, not for you, but for us. This is our last day of the week in studio. Amal, you're headed to New York. I'm headed to Washington, D.C., and then to Iowa. Big Wednesday show. Mitch Albom had Tuesdays with Maury. We have Wednesdays with Schwabby. <laughs> Frank Schwab will join the program in about a half hour. NFL and betting writer for Yahoo Sports. I want to start with the first college football committee poll was released last night, Amal. What's the biggest surprise for you? I'll give you three choices. Okay. That Oklahoma is number eight. I, when you told me that, I didn't see it. So when Mike told me that this morning when we came into the studio, I was absolutely shocked. And ranked shocked. behind Michigan, who's seventh. That Cincinnati, who's ranked second, is sixth, or that Alabama is ranked second? Let's start backwards okay. first. Let's start with Oklahoma at eighth. Look, I can understand you want to criticize them for the fact that they've had a lot of tight games outside of the game against Texas Tech. Pretty much, I think, every other game they've had in Kansas, I think, late they got a score. But these were all single-digit finishes uh, in the Division One level. They come from behind against a huge rival. And by the way, they sent Texas into a tailspin. I mean, they're right now, the attorneys for Chris Del Conte, the AD at Texas, are exploring the options of how to get rid of, um, who's the coach Sark. there? Sark, thank you. I think they're looking for the baby Jessica Well right now for Steve Sarkeesian, if possible. Should I bet Iowa State before I watch the game Saturday night at Jack Trice Stadium? I'll be there. Uh, what's the line? Seven? Six and a half. Might have gone to seven by It's now. always a seven with Iowa State. I have seven every week, no matter who they play, where they're, they they're play. Playing the 85 Bears, they're playing a high school uh, team, and the line seven. is seven. <laughs> just, they just hang a seven. I don't get this. Look, you have to give credit for winning. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you've got to win the games. You can criticize the schedule all you want. And speaking of schedules, you know, Florida has only beaten two teams that are at the FBS level. Um, there's another opponent on Alabama's schedule, which they barely escaped against the Gators. How are they number two? What we... we we gave quality losses against backup quarterbacks credit nowadays? To me, the committee said losses don't matter. They don't. Because they put Alabama at two. They put um, Oregon and Ohio State ahead of Cincinnati, who doesn't have a loss. So I think the committee saying quality wins is what we're really looking at. Bad losses don't matter. Well, the problem with Cincinnati being ahead of Ohio State is this. Oregon definitely should be ahead of Ohio State. If it wasn't, then we should just do away with the entire thing. And then they should just sit down and say, And they were. Four, four and five. That, yeah, it's a good thing they got that right because you know I, you, you were uh, lobbying for Ohio State, and I just don't get if we're not. I think. Count- at the, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be closer than this because look at Ohio State still has better teams ahead of them on their schedule than yeah, Oregon that, does. That, it, it, it is, but Mike, to me, the biggest thing has got to be head to head. I mean, if not, we might as well play the national championship 
and then have Richard Nixon just vote whoever they want to have win the national title. Somebody made a comment in reference to the disrespect for Cincinnati. If Notre Dame goes 11-1, and one, they'll be ranked ahead of an undefeated Cincinnati. <laughs> That's a great line. Notre Dame's ranked 10th. But here's, here's my problem with Cincinnati being behind Ohio State. The Bearcats, compared to Ohio State, have the best win out of the two-team schedules. The win yeah, at, Notre at Notre Dame, Dame is better than any win the Buckeyes have, which was against Penn State at home. Now, granted, Ohio State's still going to have some opportunities against Michigan State. And then of and course, Michigan okay. State now ranked number three, so that will be a feather in the Buckeye cap. Yeah, I thought Michigan State getting ranked number three was just like, yeah, we're going to throw you a little bow. We know Tom Izzo's never going to win another national title. He'll get you a Final Four, but you're never going to get over the top ever again unless Kenyon Martin gets hurt. So I thought this was an opportunity for Michigan State to get a little feather. Look, Michigan and State and Michigan, they played one game. Michigan State won that game. I don't get the affinity for both of these teams. Let's see. Let the schedule play out. I don't even think they should have this this early. What's the point? I think that these rankings, from a betting perspective, uh, set up a couple of things. I think, uh, one, that ranking Alabama second means Georgia can lose an SEC title game and still be in the playoff, that they don't necessarily, which makes them now a mortal lock because really they just have to yeah, win the rest of their games. Absolutely. And here's my other question for you, Maul. If Oklahoma wins out, Will they get in above a one-loss Big Ten champion Ohio State and or a one-loss Pac-12 champion Oregon? 100%, because okay. if they don't, you're going to have an absolute mutiny on your hands here. It's just no way you can have a Power 5 league play Baylor, who's got one loss, Oklahoma State, who has one loss at Ames. Still have to play Iowa State, State. who is preseason ranked uh, top 15. Yeah, I mean, there's no way with the remainder of their schedule, plus the Big 12 championship yeah. game, if they go undefeated, that this team doesn't get into the college football playoff. If that were to be the case, then I, I'm telling you right now, um, and I think is it, is it Bowlesby who's the commissioner of the Big 12? I can't remember who it is right now. Bob Bowlesby. Yeah. You just sit there and say, listen, go to hell. We're, we're, not, we're not competing in this nonsense anymore. We're just going to continue to play our games. We're not playing anybody in these other leagues. It's so ridiculous. The bias, you know, I didn't realize, because I didn't look at this, I, it's, it's irrelevant to me, because it's all going to change over the next six weeks anyway. But more importantly... Uh, look, Alabama's a very good team, but the Alabama's not the same team of old. I, I mean, obviously, we know that Georgia's the best team in the country as of right now. doesn't mean that they're going to win the national title at the end of the year. My point is, if you're not going to give credit to other teams, when you look at Alabama's schedule, who's their best win? It's not Florida. Yeah. I mean, well, Florida's got four losses. Yeah, but who else would you put up against Florida uh, that you would say Florida would be an underdog in their schedule? It, well... It's, it's not So here's the thing. There's a few different ways in which you yeah. would classify this. Are we going on the best teams who we believe are the best four teams? Supposed to be the best resume. It really is, because it's Alabama is definitely one of the best two teams. There's no, but yeah. they have a loss. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say they're necessarily one of the best two teams, one you of the best, the best four, best, yes. Well, who would you put in that group of four? You'd put Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama. Who's your four? Oklahoma. Oklahoma's undefeated. Yeah. Wait, wait, let me ask you this. You yeah. think Oklahoma can't beat Oregon? You well, think th they can't beat Cincinnati, Michigan, uh, Michigan State? Um... They can. Yes, they can. They would have to play up to a level they haven't played so far this year. But is Oklahoma right now guilty of playing up or down to the level of their competition? When they trailed against Texas, all of a sudden they flip the switch and they come back and win against the uh They didn't the have to go range. very high up to play against Texas. I mean, tech, everybody's beating Texas. But just because the elevation yeah. might be one, you know, two feet, but it doesn't make a difference. My, my point being is you have to give credit to, to the teams for their wins. You, you can't just sit there and say, well, we think this team is the I best. Or, I mean... I think the biggest, the most egregious thing is to have Michigan ahead of Oklahoma, to me. I don't I, really have to quibble with much of the rest of it. That's fair. I, I think that is an absolute <laughs> crime. Because Michigan hasn't beaten anybody either. The, everybody's talking about they won by three scores at Wisconsin. That's, that's what you mean they're three, hanging there. You three-loss Wisconsin? They're hanging there. Yes, that's okay. what they're hanging there. Same, same team that And who has Wisconsin beat? Iowa. Oh, I mean, oh, but I'm oh, just wait, saying, wait, wait a minute, hold on. But, but if did, you look did, at it that didn't way. did Purdue beat Iowa? Absolutely they, went and just crushed them in Iowa City. They did. Uh, did you get involved in action last night? Three dogs, three dogs cover, two outright winners. I did on Akron in-game. You did? Yeah, and that two-point conversion yeah. was critical for me because I had a plus 11 and a half, <laughs> and so once I made the two-point conversion, yeah. I knew it was good, but it was, it was later on. But there were some good football games yesterday. Okay, I want to get to, uh, because we won't be here tomorrow, I, on Thursdays, usually have my top five power rankings in the NFL. Let's take a look at them. Um, same five teams, but in a different order. Okay, let's start out with number five. Number five is last week's number one, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they were undefeated before last week. They lose at home to Aaron Rodgers on Thursday night. And Aaron Rodgers, who had none of his top three receivers, and who, by the way, on COVID now, yeah. COVID protocol will not be playing against Kansas City on Sunday. We see that line skyrocket to seven. 
Coming in at number four, uh, moving up this week, the Dallas Cowboys. I was impressed with the fact that they were able to win a game um, without Dak Prescott on the road against a team that may very well be a playoff team, the Minnesota Vikings. You know, this Dallas team is looking more and more dangerous, but I forget, forget the win. I was so impressed with the defense with the defense and what they did outside of the first five minutes. I thought about making Dallas three, but mm-hmm. I couldn't because they've lost heads up to this team, Tampa Bay, who is my number three team here. It's falling into your, into your theory now of who beat who in my rankings this week. I, I could, you, could make the, you could make the argument because Tampa um, now has two losses and Dallas only has one. Before you reveal one and two, I'm just going to tell you in Britain right now, if you don't have the Rams in the top two, the I'm Rams walking out. The Rams are second. Okay, I just want to make the sure here. They, you know, beat the, they beat the Buccaneers. You know, I knew you were an AP poll voter here with some of these things. Well, the Rams are doing everything they have to. They're beating these teams in front of them. They crushed the Giants. Yeah. They, I mean, they, they were up 38-0 on Houston. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we saw Arizona struggle for a half with Houston. They're just going out there, and they're winning football games, and they're looking impressive in doing so. But I still keep Buffalo number one. I don't have a problem with uh, that. I, I my, my concern was... Just your reservation on putting my Rams in front of the Buccaneers despite well, absolutely drop, waxing had, the Bucs. Well, I had to drop them down after they lost their second game, uh, although it was to a team that's always had their number in the Saints, the, the Buccaneers. So five, top five does that move. I'll tell you who fell in the group beyond the five, yeah. though, is the Chargers now. They're not even in the really in the top ten discussion for me. I'm really disappointed in the Chargers. I, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot so you might yep. forget somebody or so. Who do you have kind of at the tier, getting close to tier uh, two there? Or in tier Packers two. Packers are six for me. Okay, the that's Packers fair. are six for me. Rodgers goes out, so that game we can draw a line through it, right? But uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. They beat, they I, beat I, I forgot about that. Oh, my <laughs> God. I, I am so mad at myself. If I remember, I would have said, five. forget this <laughs> list. Cancel the list if I, I yeah, forgot yeah. about Arizona losing that game. Yeah, the Packers are six for me. And then after that, there's a little Drop bit off. of separation. Yeah. I think uh, I have Baltimore seven. I would agree with you <laughs> yeah. and the Ravens right there. Um, the problem is right now for me in the AFC, do you see it the same way? I feel like there's two teams and then I feel like there's the rest of the league. Yeah, I think the NFC is five in the rest of the league, yes. and the AFC is two in the rest I, of the I league. I would agree with you. I agree with you. I, who's the third best team in the AFC? Might be the, it's either the Raiders or the Titans, right? Give a slight edge to the Titans. Okay. Um, but no, you know what? Yeah. No Derrick Henry, so you got to downgrade <laughs> I just them. Say, it might be the Raiders right yeah, now. Yeah, it might be. Oh, God. Let's, let's talk about Coach of the Year, because this brings up an interesting point. Uh, about Rich Bisaccia, who's now on the board at 30-1. to 1. If the Raiders win the AFC West, will Rich Bisaccia win Coach of the Year? Has to. <laughs> he really has to. I think you have to look at a few candidates right now at this point mm-hmm. in time. Uh, Zach Taylor at uh, Cincinnati. He's 12-1 to 1 right now. Sean Payton. He was 40-1. to 1. He is also 12-1 to 1 right now. Um, and then I would, you mentioned. Uh, uh, does McCarthy get consideration what he's doing with this Dallas team? Or is it held against him? So many bonehead moves of the past. <laughs> Well, you know what? In, de- in defense of the voters, they probably didn't see his name on the ballot. Just yeah. like he didn't see the clay clock, they <laughs> couldn't the see his name on the ballot. Arena. Yeah, exactly. They can't see the clock. Um, you know, he has to be on there. For the turnaround that they've had, you have to give him a ton of credit. Does uh, McVeigh get consideration? Unfortunately, no. no. because it's going to go on Stafford. We'll yeah, get the credit, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's very interesting, though. Can they go back and revise a couple of years ago when he had Jared Goff as his quarterback? Yeah, he, he, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, he is, he's showing it. Who... Um, well, we'll get to this. We'll get to this after the break. But I want to ask you this: You can think about this during the break. Who right now are your top five NFL coaches? Oh, I like that. We'll discuss that and more coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes deprivation. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. And no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Winter Green, and Mall's personal favorite, Citrus. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash f-i-n-d. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. I am Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. 15 minutes, we'll have Frank Schwab, Yahoo, NFL, and betting writer, our Wednesday guest, every week. I asked you before the break, yeah. and it, it takes a little bit of time to think about this. I was just jotting some notes down. I'm not sure. I mean, I could be persuaded a little bit, but right now, who are your top five NFL coaches? Bill Belichick. Yeah. John Harbaugh. Bill Burr better known as Sean McDermott. Yeah, I got him. Okay, uh, Sean Payton for me, uh-huh. and Sean McVay. Okay, I have Andy Reid instead of, um, who's the second name on your list? Oh, instead of Harbaugh. That's that's the only quibble. I don't have a problem with that based on Andy Reid's success. Where do you put McVay on the list? Well, I have him pretty high because I have Sean McVay as the second best play caller in the NFL. I think there's three guys that are the best. and I, I put Behind, him, Is Shanahan one of the three? Shanahan's one of the three. I have him as a slight Payton, number three. Peyton's or, number one. Yeah. It, it's not even close. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton is is number one. And I covered Peyton when he was with the Cowboys. And and I'll tell you what, you see his creativity. It, he does an amazing job of calling plays to his direct personnel. Under Bill Parcells. Yes. McVay was the offensive, or uh, I'm sorry, Peyton was the offensive coordinator, and Mike Zimmer was the defensive coordinator. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Very good memory. Yes. And you look at the game Sunday. He does such a great job. You know, uh, Jameis Winston, you can criticize him all you want, but he does. He throws a tremendous deep ball. You saw it on that post route where he threw the ball into the end zone for the touchdown pass. Um, I've always thought he knows how to get Alvin Kamara the ball. I don't know if Alvin Kamara, he's a great player. There's no question about that. I don't know if he would have the same statistical success elsewhere that he has in New Orleans because of what Peyton does with him. Yeah. Okay, uh, we do have a game tomorrow night, and we won't be here, so let's talk about it now. Uh, Jets... At Colts, Colts are 10.5, 45.5. Are you considering using the Colts in this spot for your survivor play? I can't. I've already used them against the Houston Texans. Okay. so uh, But I will tell you right now, if I had them alive, I personally wouldn't take them. You would not? No, and here's why. They lost this game against the Tennessee Titans. They've got the Texas Longhorns feeling. Mm. I mean, you had a game you had to win, keep that division alive. Mike, can we just go ahead and say, I know Frank Reich's not going to come into the locker room and say this, the division's over. The division is over. You cannot lose that game if you're the Colts sitting at 3-5, and five, Tennessee at 6-2, and two, and they hold the head-to-head. So now, as you alluded to earlier, you've got to win four games. You've got to make up four games in nine remaining games. Frank Reich was down 31-0 to Miami at Maryland, came back and led him to a victory. He's the captain comeback. I, 
Yeah, he was captain comeback. I might, uh, you know, one time in and Maryland. In he did it in once Buffalo in college, in once in the pros. Well, that's because uh, Houston had no idea what they were doing with that thirty-five that was, to three lead. That was awful. It really, truly was worse than the Miami uh, uh, collapse on that day. Uh, any interest in the total here of forty-five and a half? No, but hold on. I, I just want to go back to one other thing. I, I would look at the Jets here. I thought the team Robert Sala challenged this team. They answered the bell. I don't think they win that game if it was on the road, but I thought they played so competitively that it would carry over into this week. He got a short week, quick turnaround. I thought Mike White was outstanding. Never been a big fan of his deep throwing, but in terms of short and intermediate routes was phenomenal. And I think that carries over into this game against uh, the Colts here. I would have to take the Jets in 10.5. Does Mike White have a shot to be the Jets quarterback uh, long-term? Let's see what happens here. Okay. Uh, look, my play here regarding the Jets is not based on the win. It's about the fact that the Indianapolis Colts are mentally in a bad spot. I, I, you, you could say that about Detroit in retrospect in that game where so many people thought they could beat Philadelphia. I thought it was so emotionally crushing when you do everything you can, three trick plays, they all work, and you still lose. I, I think you bring up an excellent point. That was one of my, my problems. A friend of mine said to me who I really respect on the NFL, he says, he goes, you watch that Lions game against the Rams. He goes, they were. He goes, I don't even know how they suited up. He goes, I'm surprised they practiced that week. I'm surprised the coach didn't say, see you on Wednesday. He had, he had Rams on some of his tickets and yeah. and surviving. He says, who is this Lions team? I cannot believe how they're competing in this game and how well they were playing. But I think for the bottom tier teams, when you look in the NFL, mm-hmm. nobody has competed better than the Lions. That's true. Yeah, they did. I mean, they deserve to have a couple wins right now. The ball hasn't bounced away for them. I mean, think about this if you're Detroit. It takes an NFL record. There are 32 and, kickers in this league. And converting fourth and 19 before that. Uh, that's on them. Okay, <laughs> that that's on them. But, it, but here's my point. It takes the greatest kicker of all time from an accuracy standpoint to beat you. There's a million other kickers you could have going up against, and you win the game. Speaking of Mike Zimmer. Lose that Sunday night at home to the Cowboys without Dak, and now you have to go to Baltimore with the Ravens off a bye, off a bad home loss to Cincinnati. Is this number long enough at six? I love the Ravens here. Uh, Mike, I'm taking them as my survivor play. Oh, you are. I, I'm, hey, listen, you're going to have to play tough games. You've got to use 20 out of 32 teams. At some point in time, you've got to sit there and say, hey. How, how many people do you think will agree with you out of the, whatever, 1,200 and some oh, that are Oh, probably about eight. You think this will be very people limited won't take play. this game. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I just don't see How many see think you'll have the Colts tonight? A lot. Although, to your point, many have used the Colts already. A lot of people have. Actually, it's funny you said that. I was going through the matrix this morning Mm -hmm. in terms of usage, and I think whoever has the Colts remaining, I think this is an ideal spot for many people. They will see it that way. I just don't. If I had Indianapolis available, I wouldn't use them here. Uh, You like to lay six with the Ravens. Uh, Now another AFC um, North matchup here between the Browns and the Bengals. Cleveland has to go to Cincinnati. This is an interesting number. Sitting at two and a half, hasn't gotten to three with a total of 46.5 here. Browns off the loss at Pittsburgh. Bengals off the loss. MetLife to the Jets. Yeah, this is a bad spot right now for Cleveland. Today, they just sent home OBJ from practice. I saw that on the news. And so, uh, right now, you got a lot of controversy surrounding this team. This is in a good spot to bounce back. If they are the team that they want to be, this is the type of game you have to win. You have a team at home in your division. You've got to get this one done here if you're Cincinnati. I don't like this play either way. I think this is one of those great in-game opportunity plays. NFC West matchup, Arizona off their first loss of the year on Thursday night. They do get the extra rest because they played with short rest last week. They go to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Your Cardinals here, Amal, minus one on the road, lane one, total of 45. Do you like the 49ers in this spot? You know, Jimmy uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously, he's going to have George Kittle's back. Uh, that's huge in terms of what this team can do offensively. But you look at the d- defensively, Jimmy Ward now def- uh, doubtful in the secondary. That's going to be a bit of a blow. I know he's been inconsistent and played poorly at times, but getting Kittle back in the lineup makes a big difference uh, for what this team does offensively in terms of how they approach things. Arizona, though, coming off of a loss, and that those few extra days, not necessarily the ideal scenario if you're San Francisco. Now, this team's played already earlier in the year, if you remember. It was a defensive-minded yep. football game. Um Arizona was able to cover the number at home against the 49ers. The Titans, without Derrick Henry, go to SoFi to take on the Rams. Rams lane seven and a half at home with a total of 54 them all. Yeah, I like the Rams here to win this game. And, you know, it's funny. Uh, would you tease this down or would you lay the seven and a half? I would. Well, that's a good question. You know, I don't know if, I don't know if I'd lay the seven and a half here. still think this Tennessee team is competitive enough. But we'll find out what they can do at the tailback position. It's the big question mark. You might have to consider laying it just simply because without Henry, it changes the things. And we'll find out how average Tannehill is without Henry. 
Yeah, I think Tannehill going up against the top-tier defense here without his running back could get exposed. Um, if he's really improved as much as he has with the numbers, say, with Arthur Smith in Tennessee those two years, he'll have to do most of it on his own here. Play action not going to be as effective this week as it would be with King Henry in the backfield. Green Bay. Once again, we'll go to Kansas City without Aaron Rodgers. The last time they were there it was Matt Moore. Um, we're going to get to see Jordan Love make his first start here. This line with the news of Rodgers having COVID. Now seven, Kansas City. Two questions for you here. Do you have a play on the side, and do you think anybody that has Kansas City left for Survivor will use them this week? Uh, that's a strong possibility or probability. I think yeah. people will use them, but I like the Packers plus seven here. If you're Jordan Love, think about this. You're mm-hmm. coming in against a horrendous defense, an offense that's been inconsistent. They've had a tremendous running game with Aaron Jones all year long. It's not just the fact that this team had lost, um, obviously, Aaron Rodgers last week. That was obviously a huge part of it. But think about what else they lost in that situation, Mike. You have your to- top three receivers that were out. That's a huge blow in terms of this team offensively. But you also are without Jair Alexander. You're also without an all-pro offensive lineman. Uh, this team has done an amazing job. I would not be shocked at all if Green Bay goes into Arrowhead and finds a way to win the game. Raiders at Giants. Henry Ruggs off that uh, vehicular homicide, we could call it, DUI with a death. Uh, released Henry Ruggs last night. Henry Ruggs out on, on bail now. They travel cross-country to play the Giants. I think an important game here for the Raiders. But once again, faced with a distraction, obviously, of a teammate being responsible for the death of somebody else. We see the Raiders favored by three on the road here with a total of 46 and a half a month. Yeah, this is a lot worse than the John Gruden situation because the John Gruden thing, you know, you may or may not like the coach, but at the same time, there's a situation where you can kind of adjust to it because coaches get fired all the time. But it's not just about what you lose with rugs on the field. You know, probably on the offensive side, you're friends with the guy. This guy's looking at serious time in jail. It's a different dynamic here. So could affect the Raiders. We'll see, but I don't want to touch this game. All right, when we come back, we'll have Frank Schwab. Odds on with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN midseason football special is here for only $99. That's right, $99. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. That would be the Super Bowl. Daily best bet emails, 24 7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly every Wednesday, plus in depth data and analysis. On Visa.com. And, wait, there's more. Hoops Peterson. Oh, I'm sorry. The Greg Peterson Experience will have his college hoops betting guide. This is a great deal at only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at Visa.com slash subscribe. Welcome back into Odds On. I am Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. It is Wednesday. It is 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. And that means we welcome in our friend, Frank Schwab. Frank, how are you doing? Good afternoon, sir. Hey, what's going on, guys? Well, you were right on one and wrong on one last week. You said take the Packers on the money line at Arizona. Aaron Rodgers did it without three receivers. They win the game straight up. You said Iowa. Iowa will win in Madison. Not so fast, my friend. We finally saw this top 10 ranked Wisconsin team, preseason top 10 team, do what nobody else has been able to do. They made Spencer Petrus look pedestrian. I I was shocked. I, I mean, Wisconsin, I guess, getting better. Credit to the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Or Iowa's. <laughs> what happened to Iowa? Like, I was watching on Saturday saying, wait, this team was number two in the country like two weeks ago, right? Right? Like, I it was, I was shocked, honestly, that at how bad Iowa was. I, I mean, not just to be like, oh, yeah, Wisconsin did nothing. But it, it was more to me that this is just Iowa somehow, some way, just completely losing it. And that shocked me because I mean, this was a good team, obviously, to, to rise that high in the polls and then just to fall apart like they have is is absolutely shocking to me. Frank, in the Big Ten West now, it's probably going to come down to Wisconsin and Minnesota. Minnesota, the only team with one loss right now. When you look at the matchup later this year between those two teams, who do you like? I mean, I, I, I'm having a hard time coming around to Wisconsin just suddenly becoming a good team. I still think they're limited in so many ways. But, I mean, this rivalry has gone one way for 20 years now. I mean, it's Wisconsin has, has been the hammer. Minnesota's been the nail for the most part. I, I mean, Minnesota's had it. It's, it's a few wins sprinkled in there. 
I'm going to probably have to take Wisconsin. I, and this is surprising because I've been down in Wisconsin pretty much all year. You guys have me on. I'm not waving my flag for my alma mater necessarily, but it just, this team seems to be getting better. They, they seem to be doing some things a, a little bit higher level. Defense is always going to be pretty reliable. So I'm probably going to end up saying, I guess somehow, some way that Wisconsin wins that game and probably goes to the, maybe if they go to the Big Ten title game, just gets absolutely pounded by whoever meets them there. Well, I hope you're right on a lot of fronts there, but I want to talk about school you ma for a minute here, Minnesota. They've been terrific, but I don't think they're going to be able to beat Wisconsin, Frank simply because they can't throw the football. And you don't get yeah. to face Northwestern's run defense every week. <laughs> and that's going to be the problem. But the main thing I want to know is, how much money is it going to take for my Buckeyes to hire Jim Leonard away? Man, I, I mean, he, we, I, me and my buddies were just talking about him. How I mean, basically, Jim Leonard said no thanks to the Green Bay Packers last year. when They, they weren't necessarily going to hire him as defensive coordinator, but they put out feelers of, hey, would you be interested? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm good at Wisconsin. So... I think it's almost, and I compared it to Josh McDaniels, where Josh McDaniels hasn't gone anywhere, and we all ask why. Why is he still? Well, it's because the New England Patriots have, have promised him he's going to be the next head coach, right? Like, it has to be what it is. And I think the same for Leonard, where he's an alum, obviously, proud alum. He's a Wisconsin guy through and through. And I think that they've said to him, hey, you're a young dude. Stick it out. When Paul Christ is done, you're going to be the next guy in, in line. And I'm totally fine with that succession plan, because I think he's a marvelous football mind. I would agree with you, Mike. I thought the reason he always stuck it out is because he knew they were always going to get that free trip to the bowl game in Florida every January. Yeah, Outback Bowl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get that free vacation to Florida. Jim Leonard is the odds-on favorite to be the next Wisconsin head coach. Second choice right now, Barry Alvarez. Frankie, before we get away and turn our attention to the NFL and the Packers game at Kansas City, did you have any quibbles with the initial college football rankings? I, you know, the whole Cincinnati thing, I just, even though I'm a Big Ten guy, I always do kind of stick up for the, the underdog. And the, the look, it's just the deck, the deck is stacked against them. And that's why college football, I mean, look, it all comes down to ratings. And nobody's going to tune in to watch Cincinnati when you can put on Ohio State or whatever. So I just find it to be kind of gross. How, how No mid-major is ever going to break through. And no matter how good they are, no matter how many quality wins they have, one of these where again the deck is stacked against them it's it, it and it stinks i i mean i i like the ncaa tournament in basketball because hey you're oral roberts we're going to give you a shot and if you want to go knock off ohio state you have a shot to do that whereas in college football it just can never happen no matter how good you are at some of the conference. frank i said to mike that the fact that cincinnati who's got the best win between the two resumes of ohio state and cincinnati is not ranked ahead of the buckeyes is just absolutely criminal but i think it's to your point and when we look back on, over the course of the season, the win at Notre Dame with the Irish potentially finishing up at 11-1, worst 10-2, is going to be a quality, quality road win. But, the, Mike, as you alluded to, it, them being behind there, and as Frank alluded to, it, it's just ridiculous. I mean, why don't we just sit there and say, listen, we're not including the group of five. Let's just call it what right. it is. and yeah. just start, why, why even pretend? You can solve a lot of problems if you go to eight. You take the five power five champions. You take the best group of five team and two at large. It's the yeah, simplest I mean, thing. I never understood why they wanted to go to 12. I, I, yeah, I thought I eight was the perfect mm-hmm. number. Yeah. Frank, I want it to is. talk yeah, about because if you're, By the way, if you're number nine in the country, you really don't have an argument. Yeah, like, yeah. Five, okay, yeah, I can see. If, if we're taking eight, if you're the ninth best team, nah, you didn't do it. Frank, Aaron Rodgers pulls it off in Arizona but now has COVID. Bryce Love going to get his first NFL start in Kansas City. We'll see if he's Matt Moore. Obviously, Matt Moore shocked them a couple years ago on a Sunday night. This line has gone all the way to seven now. Chiefs favored by seven. Total of 48. Do the Packers have a shot without Rodgers? Uh, I mean, I, I'll say this. Look, I mean, last weekend proved that we can't just assume a team is drawing dead because it has its backup quarterback. Like, I mean, that it's a fallacy. We all know that. We all know that there's a kind of a one-week bump, right? Like, when... When a team is down to Cooper Rush, they're going to play well around him. I don't know that that necessarily applies to the Packers here. I, I will say I think the line, it, it over-adjusted a little bit. I can't take the Chiefs plus seven against, or minus seven against anybody right now. They're just, they're not a good football team. They're, they're not a terrible football team, but the Chiefs are just struggling along. We saw Monday night. We saw what happened. I think the faucet's getting turned off pretty soon on just betting against the Chiefs every week against the spread because that's been so profitable. And now we all saw on Monday night, this team really is flawed. So I don't. I just don't know that I trust Jordan Love. I 
I'll probably end up on the Packers getting all those points just because I think it's been over-adjusted a little bit, and I don't really trust the Chiefs. But I also don't know that this is one of those situations where, hey, backup quarterback, and the team's just going to play really well around him. Because just Aaron Rodgers is just so much that organization. And they just had that effort last week in Arizona where they said, oh, Devontae's out, our defense coordinator's out, we got to rally, we got to play hard, we got to play as well as we can. It's hard to do that two weeks in a row, even though it's a different situation. I agree with a lot of things you said there, but there's a couple factors for me why I like the Packers here. You mentioned the Chiefs 2-6 and six ATS. But the other thing is, I said to Mike, I said, if Jordan Love's going to get a start, what better scenario than to face off against Daniel Sorensen, who the only yeah. time we ever see him is the back of his name jersey chasing somebody down because he's always burned on every play. The Kansas City team, you know, they stopped the Giants. But if there was any team with any kind of pedigree, the ability to finish a football game, they would have knocked off the Chiefs on Monday night. I just think with the running game that they've had, the experience of this team, and I, I think a lot of things got overlooked last weekend. There's no Jair Alexander, no David Bakhtiari on this offensive line. This team continues to excel. And Matt LaFleur has gotten criticized for last year's postseason performance, but then he deserves some credit for what they've done so far this year at 7-1. and one. Everyone had written him off after that performance down in Jacksonville. Yeah, and I think a big part of this game, just X's and O's wise, is, is Jordan Love willing to make some risky throws, so to speak? Is Matt LaFleur trusting enough of Jordan Love to call those plays because we saw Daniel Jones they hit a couple big plays but then they kind of just went into the shell like no you have to attack the Chiefs that game was there for the taking for the Giants somebody was on the Giants plus 11 that was never a doubt but I was kind of like why didn't they win this game and I think it's because they just kind of just refused to take any shots and the Packers are going to have to take shots because they'll be there like you said Daniel Sorensen is having one of those seasons just he can't even pass in your fair right anymore. He did that the other night. He tried to drag a guy down, and guys still caught it. So I think if, if Jordan Love's willing to let it loose a couple times, take some calculated risks, Matt LaFleur trusts his quarterback, I think they could, they could play well. And I think that that's how they're going to have to win the game. They're, they're not going to be able to just run the ball, dink and dunk. If you, if you want to take advantage of this Chiefs team, you take shots deep on them because their back end is just a mess right now. Frank, we got about a minute left. You're sitting there in Denver Broncos trade Von Miller to the Rams. They get a second and a third round pick. Are they on a long-term rebuild? And if they are, will my cousin Vicky Fangio be there for it? <laughs> uh, they, they're kind of always been in this rebuild, although they don't want to admit it. I don't think Vic Fangio lasts till next year. He, maybe he rallies. That's fine. I think the Von Miller thing was just simply, we can't turn this down. The Rams are giving us a second and a third for a guy who's a free agent next year, who's not even healthy whose body might be breaking down. It's like, well, Vaughn, we'll, we'll see in a few years when you go in the ring of fame, but we got to do this. And I don't think it was them giving up on the season. I just think it was the Rams are going to offer us this. We can't turn that down. Frank, thanks for the time again. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Absolutely appreciate it, guys. Thank you. When we come back, Amal has a play on the ice tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. Bet Rivers has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering same game parlays in all pro football matchups. They're bringing back their Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million Beat the Spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro, download the app or go to betrivers.com. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at playsugarhouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9 with it. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. And Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Welcome back into Odds On. Those dulcet tones you just heard belong to Mr. Amal Shaw. I am Mike Palm Amal. You have a play for the folks on the ice tonight. Yeah, I do. This one involves the Chicago Blackhawks taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. Hurricanes have been unbelievable coming in at 8-0. Now, if you look at the statistics, Marc-Andre Fleury has been horrendous for the Blackhawks team, but played better last time out. And I think this is going to be a game where the Blackhawks are a bit challenged to be able to score against this Hurricanes team. Uh I don't really trust Anderson, even though his numbers are outstanding. He's so played far. well since he got traded. He has, <laughs> but I don't know if Freddie Anderson's legitimately a 1.29 goals against type of goaltender. You know, there's certain goalies you go, yeah, I get it. You know, I look at Shosturkin with the Rangers. I go, this guy's an elite goaltender in my opinion. Give Gerard Gallant a lot of credit too here for what he's done with this team. Oh, I know I, they he came in and they had talent here, yeah. but they are playing very, very well defensively. They really are. Uh, so I like this one under five and a half. It's a plus money price. Uh, and Blackhawks come in at one seven and two. What's the number on this game? How much are the Hurricanes favorite? Only one forty five, one fifty. Yeah, yeah. I would lean Hurricane. Hurricanes have played pretty well so far. All right, well, let's talk some college football here. I'll call into the show on Friday and give my plays for the weekend, including some college plays and pro plays for those of you wondering. This, I think, this is the game of the weekend in terms of I want to watch a game. I think it's going to be a close, competitive game, and it has meaning. The Auburn Tigers go to College Station to take on Jimbo and his Aggies. Texas A&M Amal is laying four and a half, total of 49, two solid defenses in this game. Here's the real question. If Jimbo sweeps the state of Alabama, will they offer him a lifetime contract? <laughs> Probably. You know, at A&M, mediocrity is appreciated and rewarded. Um, this is a tough matchup for me yeah. to call. I think Bo Nix's mo- uh, mobility is going to be a real challenge for this A&M defense. Can the A&M offense succeed against an Auburn defense that has been vastly underrated? You know, you brought up a great point yesterday when we had Coach Tommy Bowden on about Brian Harson mm-hmm. and culture and fit. I wasn't sure how a guy coming in from Boise, Idaho, is going to go down down on the plains and do. And he has had this team going in the right direction. I know they're five, uh, excuse me, six and two, but this has been a really successful season for Auburn. And I think they got a great opportunity here. They they really slowed down Matt Corral and that Ole Miss offense. They shouldn't have much of a difficulty with this A&M offense. The question is, how effective is the Auburn offense against the A&M D? I'd like to see what would or to know what would happen if they played that game at at Happy Valley again today. If they played it this week, if you had Auburn at Penn State, I don't know. I don't know that Auburn doesn't win that game. You know, 49 out of 100 times. That was a closer game than you thought, and and I don't know if Auburn hasn't gotten better and Penn State hasn't gotten a little worse. I, I would agree with that. I think back then when they played 55-45, I'd go Penn State, but yeah. now I, I can appreciate you're saying nearly 50-50. I've been impressed with what they've done since the loss to Georgia, um, and they still have their season in front of them. So uh, I think this is a very, very important game. Let's stay in the SEC. Mississippi State impressive in their home victory in Stark Vegas against Kentucky. I thought they made Kentucky look very inept on offense, and they were able to move the ball with that short passing game and rush the ball. They have to go to Fayetteville, a tough place to play this year. Arkansas, lane 5.5, total of 56.5. This is a tough game for me to call, but I I think this is a game where Mississippi State could stumble. Going in, as you said, to Fayetteville, uh, K.J. Jefferson has been terrific. Sam Pittman's team has really responded. 
The best receiver in the SEC is not on Alabama. It's Burks on Arkansas. He's going to be a first-round pick. This kid can flat-out play. Um, Five-and-a-half is a bit of a tricky number here, uh, but I like Arkansas to win this football game at home. Would it shock you if I told you one of these teams is ranked in the top 15 in the college football poll? Which one? I'm just asking, would it shock you? Yes. Would it shock you if I told you one of these teams was ranked in the top 20 in the college football poll? Yes. Okay, well, it's the top 20. Mississippi State's ranked 17th. Both teams 5-3. and three. Okay. I mean... Yeah, they are. They're ranked 17th. Uh, you know what? They Iowa's that. 22nd. As you well. know what, though? Actually, if you think about Mississippi State, yeah. they had a road win at A&M. Well, that's their big win. That's their big yeah. win. But they also and were they, dominant against Kentucky. Yeah. So, okay, that, that makes sense. I didn't realize. I For people that are unaware, I didn't look at the poll. So I, right, I no you didn't clue. watch the show. You didn't look at the results. I didn't even know it was on. All you did, you heard Alabama was second. That's no, all I you just knew, saw right? some. No, I, oh. I came across an article saying somebody said, boy, this, this uh, committee just loves Alabama. <laughs> uh, big matchup in the ACC. Undefeated Wake Forest. It goes to Chapel Hill to take on Mac Brown's team, who has struggled of late. They come off the loss at South Bend. UNC, though, favored at home here, minus two and a half. Total, 76. Amal, don't tell me you like the Tar Heels. Okay, I won't. Um, How do no, you feel about the Tar Heels? <laughs> I, I do like the Tar Heels. What's the problem? Because I like this Wake team. I'm, I'm pulling for this Wake I, team. You know what? I am They're too. They're so well coached. They are so well coached. They, uh, How long will he be there? At Wake Forest, the smallest school in Division One. Well, you know, the challenge Boston. is this. They've got a very cerebral quarterback in Hartman. Yeah. The other thing is, I think Clawson's age could be a hindrance yeah. before somebody else hires him. And also, you're doing it in the ACC, better known as the Group of Four. I mean, you know, when you look at this league, they're not really part of the Power Five, it seems like, at times in college football. Mike, the over 76, it's going to go over. Yeah. The, these two teams are going to score at will. You're talking about Sam Howell and Downs. They're gonna. They're, I'm gonna tell you right now. Find yourself a prop bet on Downs receptions and over uh, over under in yardage. Take the over. These teams are gonna flourish. First half total is probably gonna be 38 and a half, 39. Go over. This thing is gonna be a high scoring. game. I agree with you there. I'm hoping for Wake. I, I am too, but I think Carolina wins the game. And 120 is not enough for me on the money line. No. And I and I'd want three. I probably would want three if I was taking the points. So it's probably just a, a cheer for Wake Forest here in this spot. Okay, Michigan State at Purdue. They go to West Lafayette. This line's three. Came out three. Stayed three. Michigan State probably ranked higher than most people thought from the committee at number three. Will that influence the money at all? Do you think this game ticks above three? Uh, I I think it will. I think a lot of people will respond to what they saw to Sparty last weekend. But don't sleep on this Purdue defense. Go look at their third down defense and how effective they've been all year in terms of getting teams off the field. Mike, here's where the problem comes in for Purdue. I don't know if they're going to be able to score enough points. I think this total is too high. That's exactly what yeah. I'm leaning towards. I think Purdue defense is vastly underrated, but I, I just don't see Purdue getting to 24 in this one, and then Sparty's going to have to exceed 28 to be able to cover this number. So, I'm um, excuse me, the total. I would look at the under 53 here. And 53, you want to take it now, because even if it comes down to 52 or if it goes up, you know, to 54, that doesn't really affect you as much on this total. So I like the under uh, 53 here. Should Kenneth Walker be the Heisman favorite right now? Yes, without a question. If you're going to have Michigan State at number three based yeah. on what he did in the win, or excuse me, the win against Michigan, because mm-hmm. that's really their only... He was fantastic at Miami as well. He was, and Miami's playing better now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to see them play that game now with Van Dyken coming. That yeah. offense is really humming. But I, I still don't understand why Bryce Young gets a pass for his performance in College Station when they've got the football and he was yeah. throwing three dirt balls uh, in that final drive. Kenneth Walker, think about this. How many running backs, and I, I haven't seen the number on this, how many running backs have had five touchdowns in a game against Michigan? I mean, nobody scored for the first 50 years against Fielding Yost, you know, because most teams had about eight guys on offense. Michigan. No, Ohio State has done it through the air as of uh, Quarterback recently, passing right? touchdowns different. I'm talking rushing I, touchdowns. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Ohio State's done it through the air. I mean, what that one year, they they had like nine slants go for touchdowns. <laughs> what was that, 63-29? 62-39. Yeah. Paris Campbell down the sideline there. <laughs> Still love watching that play. Uh, Oklahoma State has to go to Morgantown. We saw Matt Campbell, boy wonder, stumble there last week, blew the fourth quarter lead. Um, Mike Gundy. Laying two and a half, total forty-nine. Uh, interesting one here. This this is an Oklahoma State offense that's inconsistent now up to three and a half. You know they give the Mounties no respect. They're a home dog to everybody. Everybody. Uh, I mean, at some point in time, you're going to realize the Mountaineers can play, and Morgantown's always a tough place to go on the road. Just ask Matt Campbell. Um, 
I don't want to touch this football game, but I will tell you, I like this game under 49 because as good as I'm a big Letty Brown guy, uh, anytime we talk about the Mountains, I always mention him. I don't know if Seth Dogie and company are going to be able to move all ball as effectively. This is a good Oklahoma State defense. Bedlam is still going to be outstanding this year. Your Buckeyes are laying 15 in Lincoln. That's for the game. Should it be no, for no, the no. first That's half? That's first half, baby. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. What are you talking about? We're going to the Lincoln. We're putting up at least 28 in the first quarter, first half against this team. Uh, but probably first half line here. Um, eight, eight and a half? Yeah, if it's less than 10, are you haven't playing seen, it? Are you playing I haven't it? seen this much gravy since Thanksgiving. <laughs> what are you kidding me? Buckeyes first half. And if I lose, I lose. But I'm going to tell you right now, laying the number with the Buckeyes first half in game here. Any interest in 65 for a total here going over? No, because you know what? So many times they think, might go over 65, Ohio State. Listen, I will give Nebraska credit. They have a good defense. I just don't think they have a good enough defense to slow down the Buckeyes' offense. They have a good defense to slow down the Michigans of the world, even though they give up points in that game. Closing thoughts. I'll be at Jack Trice Saturday night in Ames, Texas, against the Cyclones. Should I lay the points? Money line? How should I play the game? Take the money line, but what you really need to work on is with your right hand, putting it out, and your pinky and your index finger down. (laughs) Make sure you get those short horns down. All right, folks. We'll see you next week. Stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.